It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hey, 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 happy Saturday. Uh, thanks for checking back in with the show. Uh, I was off Thursday and Friday, so you've put in more time this week than I have. So take a bow. Uh, we give out a game ball every Saturday on this show. And uh, this week I'm in a precarious position because the winner, she does genuinely deserve it. But I do believe some contestants are going to claim that the judging was tainted because her and I are hosting the big Saturday show today at 5 o'clock. We're also hosting it again tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Lara Trump, who is one of my best pals on the radio, she was actually on this show the day it launched on March 9th of 2020, five days before we got sent home for the pandemic, which, by the way, we always thought we'd get sent home five days after the show launched. We just didn't think it would be because of a pandemic. But Lara Trump has been there since day one, and this, oddly enough, is her first Fox Across America game ball, and uh, it will give us plenty to talk about on the TV later today. But for you and me, uh, it's just a chance to showcase the weird relationship I have with her in that she is obviously married into a former presidential first family. Uh, It could ultimately become a future presidential first family, but she comes off just like a really good hang. You could insult her, you know, you could tell jokes, you could pick on her. And I really do love showcasing that side of every one of our guests because I'm always trying to give you the people behind the politics because, you know, that's my job. I'm like the rodeo clown that's trying to keep society from snapping. Well, I do believe the red cape we're waving here will distract a lot of you bulls in the audience from goring somebody this weekend. So without further ado, Olay, come get your game ball, Lara Trump. I will be co-hosting with this next guest, and I just want to make it clear, I had no say in this booking, uh, but she's here to explain it one way or the other. Lara Trump back on the show. Yo, Lara Trump. Well, hello. Yeah, you know what? I keep try, I keep calling into this radio show, and every now and again, I trick someone, and they let me on air with you. <laughs> so I'm very pleased with that. And then, yes, the big Saturday and Sunday show. Who would have thought? Jimmy Fallon and I together again. We're getting it all back together. This Saturday and Sunday, I'm so stoked. I tricked somebody else, apparently. <laughs> you stop it. It's a big deal. Uh, when I got when I actually got the lineup, because I was I was thinking about canceling, and then I got the lineup, and I was really thinking about canceling. But no, I kid. <laughs> I kid, Lara Trump. We're going to make some sweet TV magic. It's going to be great. I'm fired up for that. Um, listen, the last time we spoke, if you remember, I was down at the Tampa Improv. You were on the other side of the state. And uh, we really didn't give you enough notice to get to the gig, but we needed you to get to the gig because our producer, who is 25, is a population control device when you turn him loose on a city. Drank everything, danced with everything, hit on everything. Like, at the very least, could you lend me a shock collar to put on this kid? Well, I do have two dogs, so I, and I don't use shot collars per se, mm-hmm. but I do have several leashes. I'll bring some of those next time. Um, I'll try to make it over. Yeah, give me some notice. Would have loved to have been there for this situation. It sounded amazing. It was really. I'm sure it went over very well for the folks in Tampa. Um, so, so let me know next time or else come over to the east side of the state and I'll see you there. Yo, I would love, I, I would so come and get rowdy. Like we have, I'm very good at getting invited to people's houses once. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we don't, One and done. That's it. Yeah, that's no, no. Just, we we never get invited back that second time. But the failers show up once, and you'll be talking about it for decades to come. Never no issues forget. there. <laughs> None at all. Um, well, let's talk about this. Over on the east side of Florida, were people as miffed as I was that we didn't get a D-Day tweet till like 9 o'clock last night, which is kind of like Facebook telling oh. you it's somebody's birthday? I mean, no, but by the way, that is exactly what I thought. I was like, first of all, we know this White House is in total disarray. The reports coming out obviously kind of feel that way, but you don't even need reports. All you have to do is look at the general status of the country, and you could probably guess the White House isn't doing too well. The fact that no one figured out that it was D-Day, that this was probably, if you talk about the free world in, in general, one of the most important days in the history of the free world. I mean, come on, folks. I can't believe nobody got it together. And then it seems like you're exactly right, Jimmy. Somebody was kind of scrolling around on Facebook and Instagram and somebody happened to have, like, one Republican friend who had mentioned it. I think the reason is that nobody even figured it out until late is because if you look at the left, by and large, they generally don't like to celebrate America, American achievements. They just sort of like to exist in this sort of angry state. So that was a huge achievement, not just for America, but obviously, again, the free world. So I assume that was a problem, that their their one Republican friend had posted something positive <laughs> for D-Day in remembrance of the day. And they said, oh, my gosh, we totally screwed this up. Let's just post something so no one gets upset, to your point, like a lot of people do yeah. for birthdays. It's kind of sad. The old 1157 at night when someone <laughs> sends you a birthday message. like just squeaked it in. I, oh, hey, I just got home from work, but I meant to reach out about your birthday. Yeah, yeah so sure sorry. you did. I, I, I knew about it at 6 a.m., but I totally forgot until now. <laughs> I've been so busy. I thought of you all day. Yeah, right. And this, But this is why, to keep it in Facebook terms, people are unfriending the Biden administration right now. It is a bad oh. time to be them. We're talking to Lara Trump on the phone. It's a good time to be me. So there's that. But uh, it is. It's it's all it's just all so bad and so stupid right now. And, you know, there's this thing going on this week where they're trying to take everybody. You know, we've had so many excuses like Putin screwed up the gas. That was a thing for a little while. And, you know, they didn't tell him about the baby formula. I wanted to ask you this about the baby formula thing, because it's fascinating as a parent. Okay, if Biden wasn't looped in on the baby formula crisis until like five months after it started, that means they see the president as a child that they give pretend jobs to. You know, when you're busy, so you give your kid a job like, hey, can you go check the washing machine for monsters? And the kid just runs <laughs> off and now you get to do what you want. That means while they were trying to deal with this crisis, if we take them at their word, they sent the president to check the washer machine for monsters. Shouldn't we be a little concerned yeah. here? Well, but that's how bad it is. Either they told him and they lied to us about it and he didn't take any action of any capacity, you know, until far too late. Or you're right. They're not talking to the president of the United States about major issues that are impacting Americans every day because they know he can't handle them. They know that he is. I mean, they're, they're giving him fake jobs. I mean, apparently they're giving Kamala Harris, the VP fake jobs as well. I don't know anything that she's actually done. They've given her many different titles. She has not shown up to really, you know, do anything for any of those titles. But yes, that is incredibly concerning as a citizen of this country. And it's kind of, Jimmy, what we always suspected. It's, it, we always kind of thought, well, Joe Biden isn't really running things. You know, this is the guy that ran on being the great uniter, that 
had all the plans to, to bring America back together, to make this a great place to live. And obviously everything has gone in the opposite direction. It's clear if you look back at interviews, even from like 10 years ago uh, of Joe Biden's, that the positions that he takes now are not the positions that he's had in the very recent past. So someone else is obviously in charge of making decisions. But it just kind of goes to prove the point that we all thought in the beginning, which is this guy isn't actually in charge of himself. He's clearly not in charge of the country. And that is a really frightening place to exist if you're a citizen of America. Absolutely. Oh, it's so nuts, Lara Trump. I, I, I a thousand percent agree with you. And I just think it's so insane because everybody believes what you're saying. Like we're not we're not at a place where this is like a Republican thing. You know what I mean? This is an everybody thing. Like if you look at where Biden is at with independence, I was saying this earlier. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are polling behind monkeypox at this point. They're like two points behind monkeypox. <laughs> and I'm and I'm sorry. I know you and I were working on a woke children's book called by curious george but it doesn't sound like it's going to sell right now with all the monkeypox. it's not going to work out you're gonna have to get the publisher tell eric i I appreciate his idea but we can't do it (laughs) it's just not the market's not there for it lara trump that's the problem but yo the point is everybody knows what you're saying and what's weird about it is there's like this sociopathic indifference okay in that there's polling out today that says 80 percent of the of americans eight and ten americans say the economy is in bad or terrible shape shape. But Biden goes out to the prompter and he's like, no, no, the economy's never been stronger. It's going so good. You know, how they say like every friend needs a friend that'll tell them their butt looks bad in those pants. Like the Democrats don't have that honest friend, do they? No, very clearly. Like the the eyebrows are two different heights and your friend just <laughs> let you go out like that. It's so sad. Should never happen. Um, but you said the key word there, Jimmy. The prompter went out to the prompter mm-hmm. from a script that is written for him by other people. Joe Biden doesn't really know what's going on. He doesn't believe anything he's saying. He probably doesn't even remember what he had for breakfast this morning. So let alone get out in front of cameras and actually talk about the real state of the economy and the country as a whole. Look, people are upset. People are feeling how bad it has gotten across the board, no matter where you live in America, whether you're going to fill up your gas tank, buy groceries, you know, kids are out for the summer. A lot of parents are trying to figure out, can we afford summer camp this year? Um, It is a really tough time in America and people are, are responding now to this polling. And you see that people do not feel good about where the economy is, nor should they, because there have been no steps taken by this president, by the the party in power right now, which is the Democrat Party, to make life better for the American people. Everything they've done has made it worse, and it is it is their it's a direct relation to their policies. Um, so it's not surprising, but you know, I guess they just kind of stick him out there with the script, and then he reads it and goes back in. And I get, uh, but the good news is he's going on Jimmy Kimmel. So I'm sure we'll get a full fledged accounting of the facts and all of it when he's on that show. Oh, that's right? going to be, that's going to be a hard hitting interview. You better yes. brace yourself. Isn't that of so course. sad? Does he, do, he hasn't done a press event since Lester Holt before the Super Bowl. That was February 10th. Now he's going to Jimmy Kimmel, which, by the way, Jimmy Kimmel's show is a hostage situation because he wore so much blackface back in the day that he has to open every show for real. He has to open every show with, you know, a five-minute monologue about how the Democrats are great, Republicans are going to get us all killed, and they're evil, and they're Hitler, 
and everything in between, which is, and he has to do that because the minute he takes a centrist position, not even a conservative position, just a centrist one, all of those pictures hit the internet and he gets canceled like within an hour. So it's sad because it is, it's like a hostage situation. And then we got to watch Biden read. I hope they don't make him read mean tweets on the teleprompter. Haven't we seen enough teleprompter? I mean, obviously, to, to for the rest of our lives, we not, that actually should be a requirement from now on. Instead of just going and having the presidential debate, it really should be, can you actually give a speech? Can you talk coherently about a subject without the teleprompter? And I mean, if you can't pass that bar, then I, you know, I don't think that this is the right position for you. No. I mean, and I would say that about going to grade school, quite frankly, but I digress. <laughs> and, and let's be clear, Lara Trump has passed a lot of bars, all kinds of bars, I, folks. No, passed no, and gone into those bars. <laughs> yeah, but yeah I was going to say, yeah, there, there's, there's multiple ways to interpret that. But, <laughs> but this is my last thing I wanted to run by you about that, is we were talking about the border and how there's this massive migrant caravan. They expected to be 15,000 people. Biden has kind of turned America into that one bar in college that doesn't ID anybody. So all of a sudden their business is really good. Everybody's trying to get in. Our border is the bar in the college town that doesn't check ID. And now we have massive lines of people to get in. I mean, is there, is there a better analogy for that? It's it's 100 percent a spot on. That is the, it is the exact analogy. The only problem is at some point, you know, that, that the cops are watching that bar and it's just there has to be a moment that they're going to come in there, and if you're underage, like, that's it. Figure out where the escape routes are. Look for your spots. Look for your friends and have a plan to get out of there because that always happens. The sad thing is we don't even have that ability as America. Where are the cops? They're not even allowed to do their job on the southern border. That's how sad it is right now in America. It's, it's sort of unbelievable. And then on top of that, not only can everybody get in, but then they get a free flight to Westchester County, New York, mm -hmm. to Rockland County, New York, on private planes, bus tickets across the country. It's unbelievable. Never has there better, been a better time to break the law in America, whether you're coming in illegally, whether you're causing chaos in major cities. You could basically do anything. I'm thinking about turning uh, – you know, turn into a life of crime myself. Maybe that'll pay better. Maybe more people will like us with the last name Trump. <laughs> Turning to a life of crime. I see what you did yeah. there, Lara Trump. I see through it. I'm <laughs> kidding. Well, as far as as far as I was told by the media, you're all a bunch of criminals and I'm going to wind up in jail yeah. just for having you on my show. That's probably uh, true. Have, have you picked out your, your have you guys picked out your jumpsuits yet? What's the deal there? We got a January. We got a January 6th hearing coming up on Thursday uh, and you're leaving in, in handcuffs. So I hope you guys have the, the proper attire. I know. Well, I'm getting my popcorn ready because it's going to be apparently a blockbuster event, as everyone knows. It's Hired so a producer from ABC. The whole thing, I mean, the, where we are in America right now, we're talking about the fully open southern border and we're joking about it. But we also, on Thursday, have this entire production surrounding January 6th, when, meanwhile, how many billions of dollars of damage were caused in the summer of 2020 riots? Where were the investigations for that? Barely any people arrested. You had the vice president of the United States championing people for getting out and causing chaos and riots, et cetera. It's honestly unbelievable that we found ourselves here. But I think, Jimmy, the only glimmer of hope we all have is that Americans are not stupid. They see through it. They see exactly what's happening and exactly what this is all about. 
Um, and they're going to take that into November and into the voting booths. And I think that it's going to be a landslide victory for Republicans. Yeah, it's going to be wild, Lara Trump, assuming you and I don't upend the momentum this Saturday and Sunday on TV. I mean, we may. There's no <laughs> promises. Tell uh, <laughs> tell you, tell your people not to get too excited just yet. You're going to upend your whole father-in-law's potential second run. Uh, come on, Lara, get it together. You got four days to sober up. I'll see you in the makeup room. I can't wait. I'm oh, so stoked. We'll see you there. Rock and roll. There she goes. The legend, Lara Trump. All right, that's going to do it for me. If you need a little more fail vision I am on the big Saturday show today at 5 p.m. I will also be on with Lawrence Jones tonight at 10. And uh, you can see me again tomorrow on the big Sunday show. Then Monday, we've got America's Newsroom and we've got Gutfeld. It's going to be a wild one. So I got to go get some rest. Uh, you can Facebook me, text me, tweet me, carrier pigeon me, whatever you want. Just don't use any big words. The champ is exhausted. It's been a crazy week, but we're out of here with the win. I'll see you Monday. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.